And if you're just tuning in, I've had one hell of a week. We're talking relationship milestone. We're talking new family member. We're talking loss of an organ. I mean, we were all over the map. Total roller coaster. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. Welcome back into the show, everybody. We are glad to have you here, and we're glad to be here. We're glad to be back on the air. I know it's been a little bit past uh, when there was supposed to be a show out, but it's for a few good reasons. Um, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are 103.9 The Sean, Twitter 103.9 The Sean, email 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. If you listen from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hate the show, uh, please tell a foe. Just be aware that that foe might want to become friends, so you got to tread lightly. All right, let's dive right in. Uh, Friday the 14th of April, Lindsay and I set off for a little mini vacation an hour away uh, for the weekend. We had planned to go up to Vero Beach to watch a up-and-coming country singer perform her name is ashley cook she's she's blowing up i guess she got famous during the pandemic on tiktok and then slowly just gained more followers more followers she's got some popular songs out so she was going to be performing at the riverside cafe on saturday the 15th so we said oh let's make a weekend out of it and i had a little surprise planned for that because there's a song that she sings called Never Till Now, and it makes Lindsay think of me. So I had a little surprise up my sleeve for this weekend that I'll get into in a second. So we got up there on the Friday night. We dropped our items off at this little boutique hotel Airbnb situation that we had reserved. And it was right across the street from the beach, so it was a nice little spot for us. Had a pool. And it was just everything that we needed uh, to have a nice little getaway weekend. Then we headed out to this uh, southern restaurant called Southern Social. Had some really nice um, barbecue type food, but they also had some vegetarian options. So we got some buffalo cauliflower to start as an appetizer. And if you've never had buffalo cauliflower, if they do it right, it actually tastes like buffalo chicken wings, which it did. So... Don't knock it till you try it. But uh, we had a nice little Friday evening. Um, didn't want to do anything too wild Friday night because Lindsay mentioned how she wanted to do a sunrise beach walk. And in my mind, I was going into the weekend thinking about how I would pop the question. Yes, that's right. Pop the question, the ultimate question that a boyfriend has to ask a girlfriend. Um, and I thought that I was going to do it at the show 
or after the show, but once she mentioned how she wanted to do a sunrise beach walk, and I knew that she kind of wanted a private, more chill vibe, you know, not a lot of people around watching, staring, yada yada, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to propose, sunrise at the beach. So naturally, I tossed and turned a lot that night, anxious, a little bit nervous, but I knew that she would say yes, but still, it's kind of a nerve-wracking thing, obviously. So the alarm goes off at 6.15 a.m. I pop right up out of bed, barely have slept, and she's like, wow, you're awfully chipper this morning, and little did she know what I had planned. So when she went to the bathroom, I changed into my bathing suit. And I was like nervous about like putting the ring box into my pocket and I didn't want to get caught in the act. So I ended up not doing that. And then instead, when we were leaving the room to go walk to the beach, I was like, oh, I got to go back for my sunglasses. And she's like, why are you going for your sunglasses? It's dark. She's like, we're not. She's like, we're not going to be there that long when it's sunny. You're not going to need them. I was like, I just want to get them. And the whole time, knowing full well that my sunglasses were in the car. So I run back to the room. I grab the ring box, shove it in my bathing suit pocket, and then I use my towel to protect and block that pocket on our way to the beach. I make sure to stay on her left side when I'm sitting down so that she can't see the obvious bulge in my pocket. And yeah, we just kind of sat there. We watched the sunrise. We took a walk up to the water. It was nice and calm. There was actually a decent amount of people there because it was a Saturday morning. Uh, But it wasn't too obviously packed in the sense that anybody was noticing, you know, what we were doing or what I was about to do. So once the sun was pretty much up, it was around like 650 I stood up and slipped the ring box out of my pocket and I got down on one knee and I asked her the ultimate question. I said, will you marry me? And she said, what? She said, are you serious? She said, oh my God, am I dreaming? And then she's like, she's like, yes, I will marry you. And then so she was just completely shocked. It was great. She did not expect it. Uh, But she was super excited. And I was glad that that happened because the night before I had texted my parents and her mom and said it's I was going to propose at the beach the next morning. So they knew, but they were the only ones that knew. I didn't tell any friends or anything like that. Uh, I didn't tell any of her friends. Um, So when we were walking down to the water... Her mom responded to a text that Lindsay had sent. She sent them a video of like when we first got there of like just a panoramic video of the beach, like the sun coming up. And her mom responded to the text. And then she also sent it to her sister and her sister responded. And she's like, that's weird. She's like, normally my sister's never up at this time on a Saturday. And I was like, well, she's really pregnant, so she might not be able to sleep very well. So I just kind of played it off, and luckily Lindsay didn't like connect the dots because I guess they were all waiting for the good news. So at 6.50, Lindsay started to spread that good news with um, our families, and we talked to 
her sister on the beach. We talked to her mom on the phone on the beach. We talked to uh, her best friend. So it was uh, it was a nice morning. Good start to the day, obviously. And after that, we went out, got some breakfast, hung out by the pool, did a little beach time, a little more pool. And then we moved on into our early afternoon and started pre-gaming with some champagne. I mean, we had things to celebrate, and life was going smoothly. It was going great. And we had planned to leave the hotel at around 3 o'clock to head to the restaurant and get there by 4-ish. Oh, that's why we wanted to leave at 3, because we wanted to take a couple pictures uh, with the ring, you know, to be able to share on social media the next day. So we got all ready, went down towards the beach, did a little quick photo shoot, and then headed off to the restaurant. We got there around 4 and ordered some drinks, had some dinner. Uh, I got the grouper Reuben, which was very delicious. I was completely loving it, and I even commented to Lindsay. I was like, oh, this is so juicy and good and crispy on the outside and I was just loving it and 30 minutes later I was not loving it we're going to continue this story right after the break all right so we hired Tim back for a little bit of a sports segment we hope that he could handle that We figured that was easy enough, you know, just go to ESPN, look at a couple of highlights, look at a couple of headlines, some scores, put us together a paragraph and let us read it on the air. So so now the sports update. The Devils beat the Rangers last night in game two by a score of five to one. That's that's actually not true, Tim. What the fuck? How hard is it to write a paragraph based off of ESPN? The Rangers won 5-1, to one, not the Devils. It's all right there. I mean, my God. What is so hard about this? Let's see what else he put in here into this train wreck. Um, Giannis at Antenna Umpire. Giannis Antenna Umpire. Now, I know it's, he's got a difficult last name, Atentacupo or something like that. But, I mean, he, he just let autocorrect just do the thing. Giannis Antenna umpire and the Bucks take on the Heat in Game 3 Saturday night in Miami. Well, you know what, Tim? I think you can attend that game. And you know what? I think you can attend every game in every city from now on because your ass is grass. We're done with the sports update. We're going to get back to the rest of the show. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Sorry about that sports segment. That was a complete shit show. Tim, once again, is out on his ass. Uh, Not sure how he's going to afford all those sports games, but he's got plenty of time for them if he wants to go. Anyway... I had a delicious grouper, Reuben, at about, I finished eating it at about 5 p.m. on that Saturday night. And by 5.30, my stomach felt more crowded 
than the Tickle Me Elmo section of Walmart on Black Friday. I mean, utter and complete discomfort. My stomach was super bloated, very painful. I thought, wow, that fish sandwich must have been bad, and I'm in for one the rest of the night. I thought I was going to be nauseous. I thought I was going to have diarrhea. And, you know, this was only stage one of the process. So I'm standing there at this bar, and we're waiting for Ashley Cook to come on at what we thought was 6 p.m. So that's why we got there so early. There, the restaurant's website said 6. Online, I saw 7. We heard someone nearby say they heard it was 8 o'clock. So I'm standing there in utter misery. And we're just waiting for this chick to come out and start singing. And my insides are exploding. And I don't want to drink. I don't want to eat. I'm just in complete pain. But the thing was, I never got nauseous. And I wasn't like having all this gas. I was just like in total stomach pain. Didn't know what was going on really. And I was like not even like taking deep breaths. And when Lindsay would go to the bathroom and come back, she would look, she would look at me and be like, you don't look good. And I was like, she's like, you look pale. And I was just like, I was hurting. It was bad. And she's like, what's your pain level? I was like, seven. But that brings up a whole nother debate because like pain level is like subjective. I don't know if I was at a 10. Someone might have called it a 10. Someone might have called it a five. I just called it a seven because I didn't want to really like alarm her, but I was just in horrible pain and they kept delaying the show, delaying the show. And she's just like, well, why don't you have like a ginger ale? So I have a ginger ale that didn't really do much. It probably took me from like a seven to a five. And then I was like, oh man, I'm still hurting. And then she's like, She's like, just have a whiskey ginger. She's like, we got engaged today. She's like, it might make you feel better. So I'm fucking sipping on a whiskey ginger. My appendix is ex- is like inflamed. Little, I didn't know that at the time, but that's what was happening. And, you know, it was just, it was brutal. And then nine o'clock, some guy from the bar finally grabs the mic after there's been mic checks and all this other horse shit. And we're just listening to background music at the bar. And he's like, yeah, uh, sorry about that, guys. The show's a little bit delayed. Uh, We're waiting on a speaker. Like, are you serious? Waiting on a speaker? He's like, yeah, so the opening acts are going to come on around 9. And or maybe this was 8 o'clock when he said it. I don't know. I mean, my memory of this whole event is a little bit, is a little bit, um, I don't know, what's the word, Uh, sketchy, because I was in so much pain. So I think it was 8 o'clock when he's like, all right, sorry for the delay, guys. The openers are going to come on around 9, and Ashley Cook should come on around 10. We're waiting for a speaker. What's so special about this speaker? Why wasn't it here already? Why can't she use whatever they have? I mean, we're getting a little bit too uh, fancy here, Ashley. What's the deal? Like, uh, the place wasn't even that big, and honestly, it wasn't even that packed. We got there early because we thought it was going to be crowded, but, you know, Ashley might have got a little bit over her skis in terms of who she thought she was going to have showing up there that night. 
so she could we could have heard her if she didn't have her special speaker which I, I didn't really buy anyway as an excuse it just seemed like bullshit like she was stalling for some reason um so about 8 30 rolls around i'm still in excruciating pain and Lindsay's pretty frustrated at this point like she's just like super annoyed with the situation she doesn't really believe that ashley cook's gonna come out at all and she's like let's just go back to the hotel she's like you're in horrible pain you're the you're you're you know you're a trooper you're sticking it out for me but like this is this is ridiculous at this point so she was pretty turned off about ashley at that point and i was like well I think a change of scenery is not really going to affect how much pain I'm in. So I was like, I can, you know, I'll just stay here. Like, let's, we put in this much time. We might as well just keep sticking it out until she performs. And she's like, nah, forget it. Let's just go. So I was like, are you sure? Because like, you know, I didn't want this to be like, you know, on me. Not that Lindsay would blame me, but like, I don't know. I didn't want to be the reason that we left. Because I knew that going back to the hotel wasn't going to magically cure my stomach. So I was like, okay, all right, I guess we can go. So we went back to the hotel, and it was about 9.20, getting into bed, and I develop a fever. Like, I feel cold, but I'm warm to the touch, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I haven't puked, I haven't had any diarrhea, and so I go to bed, wake up in the middle of the night with wet sheets so i sweated out the fever sunday morning i have like mild stomach pain but it was more on the lower right side so i was like i'm gonna google my symptoms and turns out that i had the telltale signs of appendicitis so i was like shit well this is not good so we drove home the hour and then i went and dropped off sheets at the airbnb because it was getting cleaned uh, the cleaner was there doing a turnover and i had to drop off sheets and soaps and just other supplies so i do that and then i go to urgent care and i get to urgent care and there's people in the waiting room and the front desk lady she's like she's like yeah it looks like you're in a lot of pain and i think you should just go right to the er and the two people that were in the waiting room were like yeah i think from what you're describing, it's appendicitis, and you should just go to the ER. So I'm like, great. So I go to the ER, finally get into the ER at about 3 p.m. on Sunday, get a CT scan probably around 4, 5 o'clock. They come into the ER room, and they're like, yep, it's appendicitis. So I was like, great. Like, you know, obviously wasn't happy about that. Didn't want to have to get surgery. But I knew it was necessary because my appendix was basically a ticking time bomb. They said I did a good job by getting there early enough so that it didn't rupture. Uh, because a lot of times people will endure that pain and then it kind of subsides for a while. And they think, oh, that was weird. Like, I wonder what that was about. And they kind of just go on with their business. And then it ends up rupturing. And then you got a real serious problem because you have, like, sepsis or whatever where there's, like, you know, leakage of your intestines inside your body, which is a bad day. So they were like, well, we know that you need the surgery and we're going to wait till tomorrow at about 3 p.m. and we're going to give you that surgery and you should be good to go. And this whole time, of course, uh, Lindsay was a champ. She was there with me in the ER 
7 p.m. Sunday rolls around, her sister goes into labor in Virginia. I mean, all this shit happening at once. I I felt like I was the character from my cousin Vinny, Joey Gallo, when he's like, is there any more shit we could pile on to the top of the outcome of this case? And he goes on and lists all that things. If you haven't seen the video... Or movie, I should say. If you haven't seen the movie My Cousin Vinny, definitely a great comedy movie. And that scene is just hilarious. So all this is happening at once. We got engaged 30 hours prior. I'm in the ER. Her sister's now going into labor. It's just a wild, wild weekend. So... Finally, I get moved to a room at like 11 o'clock Sunday night. And overnight, her sister's in labor. By the time 6 a.m. rolls around, I have my first niece. um, And luckily, mom and baby are healthy and doing well. So that was amazing news. And Monday, uh, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around, 10 a.m. And it's officially been 24 hours since I've eaten. I'm starving. All I am is hooked up to the IV, laying in the hospital bed, waiting for this surgery. 3 p.m. rolls around. They take me down to the OR. You know, they give me that little surgery prep. Here's what we're going to do. We need you to hook you you up to this, hook you up to that. We're going to give you a little bit of this to chill you out because your heart rate's a little up because you're nervous. Um, They take me into the OR, which was uh, noticeably colder than the pre-surgery room or wherever I was which I guess makes sense they want to keep it cold in there they don't want bacteria and then uh yeah the last thing I remember is having that mask on my face and taking a deep breath then all of a sudden I come to and I'm getting wheeled through the hospital to the post-surgery room for I don't know about 10 minutes before they took me back upstairs and, you know, it was just great to see Lindsay there waiting in my regular ho- hotel. <laughs> I wish it was a hotel. In my regular hospital room. And she was there with me all the way till about 8 o'clock Monday night. She came back to the hospital Tuesday morning and sat with me all the way until Tuesday at 6 p.m. when I got discharged. So, I mean, it has been a wild, wild ride. Um, but let me just backtrack for one quick second. Monday night at about 10 PM, my doctor came to the hospital and I didn't even know like he was coming. They didn't tell me he was coming. So he walks in my room. He goes, Hey, I heard you had surgery. Just want to check out your incisions, see how you're doing. So I move the gown over and look at the incisions and they're on the left. And he goes, Oh, they're on the left side. Your appendix must have been malrotated. And I just started laughing because, of course, you know, knowing me, of course it was malrotated. Of course it was weird. And then come to find out that the surgeon took a picture of my appendix and showed Lindsay and her mom on her personal phone, by the way, uh, because it was a larger appendix than normal. So she put it against a ruler (laughs) Ed took a picture of it and then showed Lindsay and her mom on Monday. And then when the surgeon came to visit me on Tuesday morning to take a look at the incision, she's like, yeah, so 
Your appendix was a little bit in the back, so we went in through the left side of your stomach. And yeah, she's like, here, you want to see a picture of it? And then she goes to her phone and she goes, oh, she's swiping through and she goes, oh, I didn't realize I took so many pictures of my son yesterday. And then she finally gets to my appendix and she's showing me and she's like, look, there's the inflamed part. There's this, there's that. I'm like, oh, just, it was gross. And luckily, you know, it all worked out. Everything went well. Been home resting. Uh, I I underestimated how sore I would be. So basically the three, three holes in my stomach um, you know, they're glued up or whatever, but I didn't think I would be this sore. And obviously you use your abdomen for basically everything. So it's, it's been hurting, but you know, slowly getting better day by day. And that's basically the story of one unforgettable weekend, all within the span of 48 hours. I went from a boyfriend to engaged to an uncle to an appendectomy patient. Talk about an emotional roller coaster. Once again, thank you to Lindsay, her mom, my family, my friends, everybody who reached out. Um, really appreciate it. It's nice to obviously have people in your life that you love and that care for you and that you can rely on and that will reach out, make sure you're doing well. So all those people out there, thank you very much. I appreciate you. And it definitely helped boost my spirits. If you have enjoyed today's show and listened from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hated the show and couldn't wait for this rambling to end, please tell a foe. Just remember that foe might want to become friends. And vice versa, a friend you share this with might end up hating you. So it's always a gamble. Coming up after the break, we're going to be giving you a live, accurate, and up-to-date sports break, unlike the one terrible Tim had prepared for us. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show.